Hi guys, welcome to Self-Care Sundays. This is Han and I'm joined by the beautiful Naz. Hello, hello. How are you doing today, Hannah? I am good. I am in an exceptionally good mood. <laughs> Ooh, and what is the cause of this exceptionally good mood? I was meditating in the morning, I think that's why. Oh, <laughs> I was waiting for something juicier than that. Oh, nah, nah, nothing exciting. Trust me, <laughs> my life is dead. <laughs> wow. Did you watch the presidential debate? Oh, my God, yes. I was laughing as though I was watching a David Chappelle stand-up. It was so hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing. Oh, my gosh. So many people were calling it to a circus act. It got to the point that circus workers actually wrote to CNN and were saying, we are deeply offended by this comparison. We are respectful, hardworking Americans and we pay our taxes on time. Oh, my God. That is actually crazy. <laughs> I just loved how Joe Biden just kept laughing at Trump. Like, yeah. He... Almost every, every minute he was just laughing and laughing and laughing. I know he was calling him a clown, you know, he was like telling him to shut up, you know, Trump was insulting, you know, Joe's family. It's like, it was a shit show. And can we talk about how Biden looked like death? Like every time he took a breath, I thought he was going to die. Oh, I don't think he's got four years left in him. So. <laughs> I don't think so either. The term, right? If he if he gets elected as president, he has to be president for four years. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm kept pointing out that he's already had 47 years in government. I know. I was like, what are you doing for 47 years? <laughs> oh man. And people say that women are too emotional to be leaders. I mean, that was a hot mess personally. Oh my god. I feel like if it was two females doing that debate. It would be civilized and it would be intellectual, but that just that just killed my brain cells, to be honest. Oh yeah, but that's why that's why people say, or some people, smart people say that women make better leaders than men. I think we're more capable of self-reflection and we value respect and meaning and purpose and connection. Of course, I definitely <laughs> agree, but I know there's a lot of men that would agree with you. <laughs> Oh, yeah, a lot of men and some women would call me a radical feminist for saying that, but it's the truth. Ah, true. I think feminism is so controversial at the moment. What's controversial about it? Like, I I don't even think it's the movement. It's more of of the conception behind the movement and how people understand it or their lack of understanding of it. Oh, no, I, I definitely agree. I think it's like how you actually view feminism like I know every time someone would call me a feminist it wasn't in a positive light it was very negative and I felt like like accusation yeah definitely an accusation and I felt like admitting to being a feminist was admitting you know to being like a man hating radical so I was almost ashamed to say I'm a feminist and I felt like maybe I was demasculating like the men around me by saying I am one Yeah, I think growing up, I used to kind of feel the same way. You know, when people would tell me, oh, you know, you're such a feminist, I'd almost go on the defense. Like, I'm not a feminist. I mean, I believe in equal rights and all of that, but I'm not a feminist. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, I completely understand. And I remember like the other day, I had a friend, you know, her brother's single and she's trying to hook him up with someone. And I said to her, oh, you know, what about so-and-so? She's amazing. You know, she's beautiful. She's independent. And she wants to settle down as well. 
And then my friend replied to me and said, oh, you know, but she's just so assertive and she knows what she wants, you know, she's a feminist. And I'm like, well, damn. <laughs> damn, damn. When did that... What is wrong with knowing what she wants? I know. So it's like when, when is being assertive and independent made you not good enough to be, you know, set up with someone? Yeah, but then that's the thing, though. Like, she's using the feminist label to describe someone maybe overly bossy and aggressive, and I think a lot of people do that. They misuse the feminist label. No, of course they do. And then on the other end of the scale, you know, many feminist movements make you feel like in order to be a feminist, you have to deny your femininity and your female identity. It comes to a point where women are shaming other women for choosing more feminine career choices or personality traits. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe because a lot of the focus of the discussion is about gender roles and making sure that we're not restricted by stereotypical gender roles. So then people who do identify with stereotypical gender role kind of feel attacked by the feminist movement because of that. Yeah, but like I'm not suggesting we regress back to the limiting gender roles and restrictions of the past. But you can be a feminist and acknowledge that femininity and masculinity exist, you know, as concept. 100%. As long as you can accept that, you know, we make our own own choices at the end of the day. 100%. And that's exactly how we should be viewing it. Yeah, I think, you know, there are some people in the feminist movement that imply that there's a right and wrong way to be a feminist, you know, and by extension that there's a right and a wrong way to be a woman. You know, and, and the, like, the biggest problem with this type of feminism is that it, it doesn't allow for our own individuality and, and our own complexity of our, of our human experiences. So I'm not sure if you've, um, if you've read the book by Roxane Gay, Bad Feminist. Ah, uh, yep, yep, I have, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's, oh, she's, a, she's a great writer. So basically in that book she talks about the fact that, you know, she wants to be both independent and also taken care of by her man. Like she says, I love dresses, my favourite colour is pink, I don't know anything about cars, I love babies and I want to have one sometime in the future and if that means that I need to take maternity leave or quit work to spend more time with my, with my children, does that make me a bad feminist? Yeah. So according to this thing that she describes as essential feminist where there's a wrong way to be a feminist, she's doing it all wrong. She's a bad feminist. Feminist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When people generally think about Muslim women, they're usually the stereotype of them being ignorant or submissive or oppressed, you know, and almost totally enslaved. But, you know, if people can see that Islamic law liberates rather than oppresses women, yeah, exactly. And, you know, there are a lot of people like particularly, you know, white feminist or white feminism, they, they fail to realise that not all women are the same, right? You can't paint everyone with the same brush. So we, we are women, but we also have different religions. We also have different races, different cultural upbringings. And, you know, white feminism doesn't, doesn't recognise like our intersectional struggles basically in our intersectional identities. Of course, yeah. I, I, I yeah. definitely agree. I think white feminism refuses to understand that non-white women face specific and individual oppression because they're not white. Exactly, yeah. It just kind of focuses on like, you know, first world problems and first world struggles. You know, we shouldn't be telling women to remove their body hair and we should be including like obese models in magazines. Yes. You know, it's not to say that those those issues are not important, each to their own, but 
they fail to acknowledge that, you know, there's actually horrific oppressions happening to women around the world. Yeah. You know, female genital mutilation in East Africa, you know, forced, forced marriage and honour killings in India. No, of course, 110%. I think we, you know, we must learn to look beyond our own bubbles, you know, of relative privilege and consider that although our own issues do matter, other people are facing um, different battles as well. I know that there was a lady in the community, you know, she's well known and she has quite a lot of followers and she was asked to speak on, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, so what she ended up doing was just ended up going and making like four Instagram stories and where she was just like, oh, you know, I'm just so busy right now, but I just want to let you all know that all lives matter. And I'm thinking, what? And everyone in the community just dragged her. And then she proceeded to coming on Instagram live and saying, well, you know, my best friend's black. Um, you know, I donate to the poor kids in Africa or, you know, I'm not really educated in this matter. Well, go get educated, you know, like that to me is just a definition of white feminism. Oh, I love that. My best friend's black. <laughs> I know. I know. That's the thing though. It's like, how, how can you be a feminist and not fight for social justice? Like, how do you not recognize that black women face more oppressions than white women that black women have been oppressed by white women in the past i mean how do you not how do you not want to talk about that and, and include that in your in your rhetoric you know like i feel like at its very best and we'll talk more about feminism actually means us but like at its very best feminism is about liberating all people who have been socially culturally economically marginalized and oppressed by systems that have been designed to fail us no a hundred percent and i think these white feminists they're uneducated i feel like they're ignorant and they refuse to accept that they have privileges in society for being white despite the oppression they face for being women exactly and my my other issue with these type of influences is that sometimes people speak about feminism and you know feminist issues and issues with the in the women rights movement only when it's convenient for them you know, so there are like all these companies and they have started using feminism as a kind of marketing strategy because consumers like kind of expect that of companies to take a stand on social issues. So they actually start to profit of, of feminist ideals. Yeah, but uh, look, the problem is not that the companies are profiting. It's the fact that while they are profiting of feminism, they are doing the opposite in real life. So I don't know... Mm. I don't know if you've seen these hijabi bloggers. So what, what they start off with, right, is like doing hijab tutorials or turban tutorials on YouTube. You know, they get all these followers of young, you know, Muslim women or reverts and they're all about, you know, Muslim women empowerment. You know, you should wear the hijab. They end up getting endorsements by big companies. They end up, you know, opening some of them essentially opened up hijabi stores online. And it's once they've profited and made their money, they've taken off the scarf, they've taken off, they've taken off the hijab. And don't get me wrong, to each his own. If you want to take off your scarf, go ahead and take it off. If you want to wear a turban, go ahead and wear a turban. But the thing is, don't use feminism and women empowerment to make a profit. And when you're actually doing the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like, the, yeah, the problem isn't about you know, the fact that they've taken off their hijab all of a sudden, it's, it's kind of, it's exploitation in a yeah. sense because people are not buying what you're selling, actually. They're buying right. you 
the body yeah, perception. Yeah, that, the, that, that yeah exactly. These influencers, they're the brand and they're aware of that. They're the brand. Mm. And then when you kind of flip the script on people, that's, it's unethical in a way. Yeah. It's um, like a similar thing happened with Disney. So when Disney launched, you know, the Disney Plus streaming service, yeah, yeah. So they so they did this whole Twitter campaign, kind of like showcasing all the women in the programs in Disney Plus. But what people don't realize is that at the same time, Disney was facing like a major class action for gender discrimination because oh, they weren't wow. paying people that that worked for them. They weren't giving women fair wage. Wow. So it's, so they're completely profiting off, or they're getting you know more views by kind of leaning on the women's rights movement. But at the same time, like it's. They're facing a fucking class action. Oh my god, that's 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 insane. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Crazy things are happening in this world these days. So I want to know what does feminism mean for you? I think throughout the years, I had to kind of realize that feminism is not destroying masculinity, and in believing so, I think it's based on how you view the movement. I see, you know, feminism as an effort to push for equality of women, you know. And Mm. when I say equality, I mean in terms of like career, in striving to the height of any aspiration that a woman chooses. Mm. And then also when I mean like equality, I also mean like in in terms of like gender violence, you know, with women not being looked as objects and tools to obtain like, you know, sexual gratification. Mm. I feel like Mm. none of these threatens to rip a man of his masculinity. I think it just enforces that women need to be seen as human beings. And I know there's a lot of questions and there's a lot of times where people go, well, what about men? Why isn't there a movement for men? And, you know, there's always, you know, groups and organisations that focus on empowerment and education and mentorship for, for men. And I honestly think, like, this is critical that, you know, these groups and organisations exist. Like, it's critical, like, these continue to be a focus on also the empowerment of boys and men so, like, both genders can live together. But the thing is, I feel like feminism is a movement that benefits both genders equally because it's just about, it's about equality. It's just recognising the full humanity of both women and men. And in some ways, men actually benefit a lot from feminism because it, it addresses those kind of ideals of tox- toxic masculinity. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like uh, when you say that people think that feminism destroys masculinity, no, it's not destroying masculinity. It's addressing toxic masculinity, which puts a lot of pressure on men, right? Of course, because of 100%. Of issues. And yeah. I feel like we can have another whole podcast about toxic masculinity. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, so for me, like, a feminist is just basically anyone who recognises the equality of men and women. Of course, of course. Personally, I don't think that men should have the power to control women's reproductive health and their sexuality. I don't think that men should be using violence against women or trafficking young girls and exploiting them. And I certainly and I definitely don't think that men should be getting paid more than women for doing the same goddamn job. You know, and these are just some of the very few issues yeah. Basically, being a feminist just means that you're fighting for justice. It's not, I don't think it's a commodity or a brand that can be exchanged and traded on the stock market. You know, feminism is not a commodity. Like, no, no, really. we, shouldn't be, we shouldn't be riding the wave just for fame and just for profits. Yeah. And, you know, of course. And feminism is definitely not a movement designed only for white women. Feminism needs to recognize that we have 
multiple identities. That's what I think feminism, that's how I think feminism should be viewed in today's age. I definitely agree. And I think, you know, people are so scared about feminism, but they need to understand it's not here to eliminate men, you know? It's feminism's here to ask men to work alongside women to live in a society that treats them fair and just. Exactly, exactly. The next time someone calls calls you a feminist, wear that shit proudly. Yeah, before I was like, don't, don't call me that, okay? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> we should be proud of that. Men and women should be proud of being feminists. No, 100%. I definitely agree. I think we'll just leave it here for today. Thank you guys for listening. If you've reached this far, thank you for supporting us. Thank you for all your messages on Instagram. If, you ha- if you're not following our Instagram, it's self-care Sundays pod, Sundays with a Z. You know, send us DMs, send us messages, comments, and we're out. See you later, alligator. <laughs>